Okay, we're going to do a Chazara of yesterday's daf. It was daf Yud Tes. No, yeah? No, Yud Ches. And, te, and, uh, and then we'll get to today's daf. So, what did we learn yesterday? So, we started off... We start off with Rish Lakish on top of the page on Daf Yudches. Rish Lakish says that, uh, that uh, again, we're trying to show that basically that there is uh, there's no, uh, that, that you can continue to bring Karbanais um, even the week after Shavuos, even though it's not a Yom Tov at all. And he quotes it from the Pasuk, it says, V'chag HaKatsir. Refer Bikuri Masach, which is referring to Shavuos, it's called Chag Rakatsir, and yet um, it's a Chag that you're Chogig Vikotzer Bo, um, and what could that be? If it's on Shavuos itself, obviously you're not allowed to harvest, so it must be after Yom Tif. and you see that there's a Din Tash Lumen, and it's considered an extension of Yom Tif. and I'm still allowed to bring a Chagiga, so it's still a Chag, and yet I'm allowed to do complete work. So Rabbi Yechonon says, let's take your, your point to a logical end. What are you going to say about Chag HaAsif, Tkufas Hashana, which is referring to Sukkot? You're going to say that you're allowed to be Osef, your grain, on uh, Sukkot? That's not true. Melachan Yomtev is not allowed. What are you going to say? You can do it on Cholomoid? You can't do it on Cholomoid either. So it must be that when it's called Chag HaAsif, it's not that you're actually gathering the grain. What you're doing is you're um, it's Chag Haba It's in this season. That's all. The, the Asif is describing the season, not that you're actually doing, not an activity. So, and therefore, you could say the same thing by Chag HaKotzer. It's not the Chag that you actually are being Kotzer, but it's that you're, uh, that, that it's in the season of Kitzira. So the Gemara is saying, okay, basically Rabbi Yochanan disputed the, you know, Rabbi Yochanan's source. But the question is, what comes out is that basically both sides are saying that, that you're not allowed to do malachan even on cholamoid. And the question is, what's the Makar, what's the source for not doing malachan on cholamoid? So first we brought Pasuk, it says, Chag HaMatzos Tishmar, Shivas Yamim. Guard Chagamatzos for seven days, which teaches us that Cholamoid is also Rasiyas Malachal, because guard means refrain, it's a losase, it's not a negative prohibition. That's Shitas Rabbi Yoshia. Rabbi Yonason said, You don't even need that. It's a Kalvachomer, fascinating, very interesting Kalvachomer. He says that just like there's a seventh day and there's a first day, and the first day does not have any Kodesh before it, the seventh day doesn't have any Kodesh after it, and yet. Um, there's still Asr Basiz Malacha. Surely the interim days, which are sandwiched between two days of Kodesh, Kavachomer, that it's going to have an Isra Malacha. What an interesting logic. But seventh day Sukkot is not Kodesh. No, we're talking about Cholamoy, there's a, some sort of. Because Cholamoy, we have a Sukkot because they have Shemini Etzeris, but if not for Shemini Etzeris, and the seventh day of Sukkot wouldn't be. It's not Kodesh. Exactly. That's an interesting thing. But it's still a sandwich. The point, it's a bigger sandwich, a fatter sandwich. Point being is, that's the basis that Cholomoyim must have, must be Asr Basiyah's Malacha. Now the question is, how, if 
you're going to say every sandwich has a, has that kedusha to it, so then every week is a sandwich between two shabbosas, and you're going to say that there's a iser melacha on on a weekday. No, uh, so the Gemara says, wait a second. There's the difference because the weekday, all those six days of the week between two shabbosas, even though it's a sandwich, but there's no korban musaf. Over here, there's something special going on. There is a korban musaf. So Gemara says, korban musaf means iser melacha. Rishkaidish has korban musaf, and there's no iser melacha. So Gemara says, yeah, but it's not just that it's a karmosov, but it's also, the cholamoid is also called a mikrokodesh. A mikrokodesh is, um, is enough to tell you that there's an israsias malacha. Okay, especially coupled with the idea that it's sandwiched between two days of kodesh. That's one, one line of reasoning. Then we saw another brysa that says it on another basis. It says, komalechas sasu, teaches us that talking about cholamoid over here. That it's also Rasius Malacha, that's Rabbi Yasaglili's Rasha. Rabbi Kiva says you don't even need the Pasuk there. It's, um, it says, right? Pasuk is not talking about the first day because that's already considered Shabbosan. Seventh day is also referred to as Shabbosan. So, what is it referring to when it's saying, obviously, it's referring to the Cholamoid, which teaches us that it's also Malacha. And it's, um, we saw a third, a third b'risa, the, that it says, So just like the atzeres, the seventh day is so to the sixth day is it's connected to the seventh day. I, maybe all malach is aser? No, it says, it says the shvi is atzeres. Sounds like it's more of an atzeres than the other days. So it's not bechol malacha. And therefore, it falls into the category of such an interesting idea. It is the Araisa, but the Torah gave over to the Chachamim to determine the line, the proper you know, middle line where which malachas we should prohibit, which malachas we should permit. It's like this interim level, but the Torah says that it does have an Isra malacha, it left it undefined, and left it to the Chacham to it's define what that's it's right. It's saying, it, but it was left for the Chacham. Right, that's what he's saying. It's both things. It's saying that just like they determined the day by the Kiddush HaChodesh, they also determined which Malachs are Asr and which Malachs are Mutter. And basically, in short, the Dover HaAvad things, things that are, that are, that, 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 that there's a, you know, you have to, it's a loss if you don't take care of it, is Mutter. Okay. Things that are not Dover HaAvad should wait till after, after the whole, the whole holiday. And that's the story with that. It is somehow connected to Pesach, but so therefore there should be a certain level of kedusha in the interim days between Shavuos and Pesach. Yeah. There's something special going on. It's we're counting, but uh, it's uh, you know, as it is, we get in trouble for taking off so many days of work. Maybe I think you shouldn't say tachlan for those days. At least not say tachlan. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, anyway, we're at the bottom over here. So um, the, the, we said that it's Mutter Bespin and Tainus, um, and that is to counter Spidafka. If it comes out the Yom Tavach, the day of the slaughtering of the carbon comes out on a Sunday, we specifically do not treat that day as a special holiday, or we don't dress in holiday clothes. The Koran Gadol, when he's walking around, is not dressed in finery, and we allow for fast days and eulogies. Problem is, we brought a Brisa. Story about Alexa, who uh, was in Lud, and apparently all of Israel came to eulogize him. And Rabbi Tarfan said 
No, because it's Yom Tov Avatzeres. Now, first of all, obviously it's not the Yom Tov Avatzeres itself, because nobody would be able to come in from all over. Obviously it was after Yom Tov, and it's uh, Yom Tov and yet he said no eulogies. Then why wouldn't he allow for eulogies? The answer is, is that the only time we don't allow for eulogies is when it's actually on a Sunday. Because that's where we want to show, that's when we'll allow the eulogies, because we want to show that it's that, that we don't that we're um, that that we're giving no credibility to the tzedukim's assertion that it has to be on a Sunday, yom uh, yom tov of shavuos, um, and uh, uh, but if it's on any other day of the week, so then it doesn't matter, and then you might as well give it some chashivos. If that's the day that you're bringing the chagiga, you should not have eulogies, should not have fast days, and that's the story with that, and that is brings us to the new Mishnah. So, the Mishnah, top of the page, on Daf Yud Ches, on the base, talks about Netilas Yadayim. Very interesting, washing our hands. Um, so, the rule is, is that when washing one's hand, you wash your hands, there's a requirement for, if your hands, there's an idea that your hands can easily contract some level of Tumma, Midra Banan, and uh, therefore, you need uh, to wash your hands out of a vessel that's specifically it's a specific size that has to contain a revias. And um, so you wash your hands for chulin, for meiser, for truma, um, and all of those three. Washing your hands with water is fine. However, when it comes to kodesh, then you need something more to. If your hands became impure, you have to dip them in the mikvah. If it's a chatas, meaning the the ashes of the red heifer mixed with the spring water, that is on the highest level. We try to treat it that, and therefore, if you got your hands tummy, it's as if your whole body's tummy. You have to go to the mikvah for that. Your whole body has to go to the mikvah. Now, another halach in the Mishnah is that when somebody went to the mikvah for chulin, then that's um, then that is, and he had a mind to that he's he's going to eat chulin. So then it will forbid him to eat meiser. Uh, meaning he's still considered Tameh as far as meiser is concerned. If he went to the mikvah for meiser, then it only works for meiser and he's assumed to be also for truma. So it's up another layer. Truma, uh, he had a mind for truma, so then it works for truma, but not for kodesh. If he was tova for kodesh, then it works for kodesh, but not for the paraduma, ashes of the red heifer, and, and the chatos, it's referred to with chatos, the mei chatos. If he, and, but the rule is, is that the other direction, if what you had in mind when you were tovel was for the more strict thing, so then it surely works for the lighter thing. Um, what if you had nothing in mind when you went to the mikvah? You just blank brain? So then it's as if you didn't go to the mikvah whatsoever. There's no effect. Um, the clothes of an Amaaretz, the same idea, the clothes of Amaaretz is considered Tame Medras, which is a high <coughs> level of Tumma, Midrabanan, of course, that, uh, uh, that's Metama Adam and Kalim, a very serious. So his clothes are Tame Medras for somebody who's Parush, who's careful, who eats their Chulin Bitahara. Now, a par- the clothes of a Parush are, are Tame Medras for people who won't eat their Truma. Okay, that it's still tame vis-a-vis the level above it. The the clothes of the Ochli Truma are tame and medras as for those who are eating kodesh, which is on a higher level than truma. 
And Kodesh is, is also Tami Medrash for the people who are on Bitara of Chatas. Yosef ben Yezer, who was the Chosach of Bikuna, his handkerchief was Medras for Kodesh because he's only on the level of Kedusha of Truma. In other words, don't take it personally, okay? And similar, Yochanan ben Gudgada, who was Makhbed that all of his food was Altaris and Kodesh, his entire life, his Mitbachas was Medras for Chatas. So that's the Mishnah. The Gemara says a uh, question. The first thing is that it sounds like that you have to be neutral yadayim, you have to do neutral yadayim if your hands become tummy, even to eat cholin and even to eat maisa. So the question is, since when do you need the neutral yadayim for those things? We brought a raya that it says that truma bikurim, need your chayv misa if you're a non kohen when you eat it, maisa midashamayim. Bikurim is also, must, okay, you have to add a chomesh if you ate it inadvertently. Okay, there's a monetary payment. If you, you have to pay the value plus an extra fifth. It's Asr Lazarim. You're not allowed, non coin them, you're not allowed to eat it. And it's property of the coin. And it's Patel only one in 100. And it requires Natila Sedayim. If your hands become, you know, Shmias, hands are assumed to be secondary degree Thomas. And therefore, it requires washing of hands before you touch it. And that's not true for Meiser, and certainly not true for Cholin. So it's a contradiction in Meiser. Our Mishnah seems to say that there is a requirement of Netil Zalem for both Cholin and Meiser. And here we're quoting a Bryce as saying that you definitely do not need to wash your hands for Cholin and Meiser. So the Gemara says, that's true, it's a good question. But the Meiser question, you can answer. Why? Because it's a machlokis between Rameir and the Rabbana. The, the, the Mishnah says that anything that, re, that, that you, you became Tame that requires you to go to the mikvah, even if, though it's only rabbinically requiring you, um, is Metame Kodesh. That level of Tumah is enough to make t- Kodesh Tame and make Truma possible. But your Mutter for Chulun and Meiser. So Rameir says that Chulun and Meiser is all allowed. That's what. Um, the Brisa is that we quoted, and the Chacham say that it's also b'Meiser, which is what our Mishnah seems to indicate that Meiser does require something in Etil Tzedayim. Okay, so okay, at least that part we answered the Meiser part. But the question is, what about the Chulin contradiction? So the Gemara says that you could say there's a difference in Chulin with regards to eating versus touching. Touching doesn't affect eating; it does. So the Gemara says, but that's not true. Because Rav Shimon Bahashi says that even the Rabbanon who argue on Rameir, they only argue if you're eating Meiser, then you need to purify yourself. But if you're just touching, and, or if you're eating, even, or even if you're eating just Chulun, then nobody's arguing, and then you definitely don't need to wash hands. So therefore, you can't say, nobody says that you have to wash your hands to eat Chulun. So the answer is, you're right, we're talking about eating by Chulun, and what's the answer to the contradiction? It's a difference what you're eating. Are you eating bread? Or are you eating pay rice? Because if you're eating bread, then of course you do need to wash your hands before you eat bread. Here's the... Okay, finally got to a makar. Very interesting. Like Here's where we talk about washing hands for, for bread. Okay, yeah. Here's where it is. Okay? And, uh, um, and... Right? It's like in a random place, I think. Um... But for for payros, you do not need to wash your hands, um, and if you do, it's a being haughty or being a big shot, and that is where we got up to yesterday.
brings us to the bottom of the page, which is the beginning of today's daf. 